0: This, this this is the Talkin' Cowboys Break, streaming
1: live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. What's up? Welcome inside the SWBC Mortgage Studio. Welcome to the Talkin' Cowboys Break, and welcome to the end of preseason. Woo! Mercifully, woo! we got the whole crew. We got a special crew in today. Rob Phillips joined by an all-star cast. Nick Eatman, Mickey Spagnola, David Hellman. Kent Garrison producing. You want to break down an all star game last night? <laughs> no. 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 I said 30 seconds on Twitter. What do you think? Is that, that sounds enough time? Like
2: 25 too many to me. Well,
1: let's move on. Let's start talking regular season stuff. Let's do that for the next hour. You guys can give us a call if you would like. I don't know the phone number, Ken. I know it's changed from training camp. It's 888 855 2297. Oh. And, uh, the, give us the, a call this morning. The Old Reliable. All right. How is everybody? Uh, Everybody made it back in some some form of fashion. Guys. Transportation, yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm
2: great, man. Got six good hours of sleep. Got you, you some, got your
1: purple and gold on. Got some
2: breakfast tacos. LSU plays here in Dallas in 48 hours. I'm ready to go.
1: Okay, yeah. Everybody good, Mick? No. Whoa, tired. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like your honesty, man. I'm going to yeah. be honest. All right, Nick just landed, hustled on over here. I'm good. We're good. Yeah. Well, I, I'm good too because we have like some. Substance to get into now, you know, and not that these last four games weren't, but I think we entered last night's game. By the way, Cowboys lose 14 to 6 to the Texans in Houston last night in the preseason finale. I think we knew most of the spots uh, that were potentially up for grabs out of the 53. And uh, I don't know if anybody really won a spot last night. We can get into that, but we can also move forward and see what's next for this team as they start to get ready for Carolina in a few days.
3: I mean, I think that when you look at what they tried to do. It sounded like, you know, first play of the game, they just threw the ball deep to Lenore. It was like, they're going to give Lance Lenore an opportunity to, to do something. It, it sounded like they had their minds made up or looked like it with Deontay Thompson, but change our mind, you know, Lance, we're going to throw you the ball a lot. We're going to make you do some punt returns a lot. And I don't know if he, he had a, a decent game number wise, but I still don't 10 catches. I mean, nine catches, 69 yards. That was, he was the star of the game. Dave, I mean,
2: it's
1: if you want to call it. If that. you
2: if you could get a if you could have a takeaway from what actually happened on the field, other than this sucks, uh, it was that they clearly wanted to put Lance on tape. Do I mean he he did punts? I think he even did some kicks. He covered kicks and punts. Mm-hmm. He got nine receptions. Uh, they wore him out. They yeah they. I mean he worked for it. He earned his preseason paycheck, and we'll see what it means for him. Honestly, I don't even know if change my change their mind is the right word because, me personally, I think Deontay Thompson's on this team regardless. I, I mean, if he really, maybe he could really convince them to take seven receivers instead of six, but but I don't know. Um, we'll see. We'll see what it means for him. If I had to guess it's going to be a waiver situation for him where maybe he stays here on the practice squad or maybe he's put something. That, that's the thing we don't talk about a lot either is that he might be putting a resume out there for somebody else. Uh, you know, Lance Lenore could be a Arizona Cardinal by this time at the end of the weekend.
1: For sure. Cuts on Saturday, Mick. They got to cut this thing down from, I think they're at 89 right now. 253. Can
0: you, can you keep seven receivers and four tight ends?
1: Mm. I feel like if a running
2: team, I just you you absolutely could you could, but why? Especially not just a running team, but like have they really been that amazing all the way through the depth chart at either position? I don't think so.
3: It's almost like they're just so average at both positions that you just might as well keep a bunch and hope something sticks. Yeah,
1: this is Brian's argument on our show that why would you keep seven Mick when? Nobody's really separated themselves. It's not like you've got seven alphas in that group. you kind of got a bunch of guys. Some, some have shown some things, and some, you know, they're, they're rotation guys at this point. Nobody's really surfaced. So I don't know. And, and then you factor in three quarterbacks, too, because I don't think Mike White's done anything in these last couple games to say, ah, we shouldn't keep him. I think he's shown enough, to me, in the last two games where he can de- you can develop him.
3: Now the backup spot...
1: Hmm. I, I don't. I, <laughs> I would. I don't know.
3: I would sign a backup quarterback. You're there. You're there now. Yeah. I mean,
1: that's to me. That's another takeaway from sorry. last night. Cooper Rush gets the start again for Dak, who's rested and struggles again.
2: Yeah, I, I would. I just. I. I don't know. I'm not trying to put you on the spot,
3: but do you have a a thought as to who that might be? No, I really don't. But I, but I'm if I if you saw me if you showed me a list of who's available, I'm gonna just like. Excel, sort by experience, and go there. I want to go there. And I really – because that's what I want more than anything Because I want some experience in the room there. Uh, he's not going to be that good. Whoever is out there is not going to be very good. But he's probably won a game or two in the league, which is more than you could say, I guess, for, for Cooper Rush. I'm just, uh, I just – I don't know. I just don't see it. He doesn't necessarily have to be cut. He could be the third quarterback, but I don't think they'll do that. They would keep Mike White. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time articulating
2: how I feel about that because I'm not going to try to convince you that Cooper Rush is good or that you should feel good about him based on what we've seen. But I just don't really love my other options that much. Honest. I mean, like, Mark Sanchez is there maybe, and he is, I think, suspended for at least a game or two, or was that last year? Uh, no, I don't know. It, <laughs> like, I've, I've looked at this. I've R- looked at this. R- Why is
3: everybody R- sending me RG3 stuff? Did he get cut? I think people expect him to get cut because Lamar Jackson
2: is so obviously going to be your backup. I mean, okay, RG3, does does he do a ton for you? Jay Cutler's not signing on to be a backup. Like, you're going to have to give him a boatload of money to come off of his reality show. Um, I just, I don't see anybody out there that just makes me think like, yes, this is a definitive upgrade. I mean, sure, Teddy Bridgewater would have been. I don't want to pay a third round pick for a guy that's not going to play. And so I'm just kind of, I just kind of feel like Dak's twenty four, he's built like a linebacker, he'll be okay. And if he's not, then you deal with it when you can. And and I don't love that. But if they wanted to have a better if they wanted to feel better about their options behind Dak, they should have done it in March. They could have signed Teddy Bridgewater in March. Nothing was stopping him. That's fair. And they didn't. And so you, I just kind of basically I just kinda of feel like the Cowboys have made their bed.
1: Do they want to spend the money at that position? I don't think so. Clearly, I think think they've they're and they've tried. I mean, you mentioned Sanchez. They've had Sanchez here before. They've had Matt Castle. They've had Brandon Whedon, who played for the Texans last night. Those guys didn't play well when they had the chance to come in and play. They've gone the route of let's develop a young guy behind a young guy cheaply and uh, and hope that he develops. And I don't I don't fault Cooper Rush completely for the way he's played, especially the last couple games. Pass production has not been good at all for him. The pick he threw, the first pick he threw last night total whiff i think on the right side chaz green broke down i think a back missed a block maybe and he forces it into double coverage i if you put him behind the cowboys first team offensive line if he had to come in, in a regular season situation maybe maybe he's more efficient i don't know but the numbers are vastly different than they were last year when he led the preseason in the nfl with six touchdowns and no picks i just don't like his body language he just looks
0: uncomfortable Um he just doesn't look fluid out there for some reason. Now it could be that backup offensive line because they're terrible. Um, and, <laughs> and, and there it is. And they. Oh, there's and, no way around it. And they better do something about it. Mm.
2: Have well, they
1: done something about
0: it? A nice little segue
2: there, man. Yes, yes. It, it sounds like they have. So fill us in. Uh, well, man, from what, you, what we knew last night, I right. wrote this last night. Is that like, you see this type of stuff happen in baseball all the time. Like I, you know, I remember, uh, you know, guys will get called in out of center field cause they got traded during a game. I've never seen that happen in football. Yeah. Cow, if you don't know, Cowboys, uh, traded, uh, their rookie corner, Charvarius Ward, a guy that I think all of us thought had a good shot to be on this team, if yeah. not on the team then certainly on the practice squad. Uh, they traded him to Kansas City for and Jerry Jones talked about this this morning. Um, third year offensive lineman Parker Anger, I think I'm saying that right. Um, Anger, right? A- Anger, yeah. E H I N G E R. Mm-hmm. Um, he's out of Cincinnati. He's actually taken like right after Charles Tapper and before Dak in the fourth round of that draft. Um, Jerry said this morning that he's he started at guard in this league. He was the, he was a rookie starter at guard before he tore his ACL. Uh, he's moved around a little bit at guard and tackle for them. He's kind of been their utility offensive lineman in the two years since his injury. Uh, and Jerry said, they think he could play center in a pinch. I don't think he's ever done it in a game, but they think he could. Uh, so he is a kind of utility man and you know, it's worth saying they traded Charvarius ward for him. So, I mean, they traded their fifth or sixth corner for it's, you're not, you're not getting an all pro here that this is the type of stuff these teams do is, hey, we need a corner, you need a lineman, all right, we'll send you
3: this guy, and maybe we both feel better about our depth. Kadim Edwards make this team now?
1: I wonder now. Because
3: because I thought if you're going to bring in a a lineman, I thought you're going to have to get another center in here. Um, Does Cameron Fleming make the team? I would imagine. I I I would imagine. He, by default, is your
1: swing tackle for now. And I don't know, I mean, we've talked about this again on the show with Brian a lot, like, it's such a shallow pool to find backup offensive line talent. If you've got it, you hoard it. You keep it on your roster, especially at tackle.
3: This this kind of this makes me think that they that Travis Frederick is going to go to IR after the cuts because they still might go with nine. Where who's your nine? Let's just say Frederick he makes the team. So Looney's a backup. That's six. Fleming's seven. This guy Anger is eight. You still don't really have a backup center. I, w- I, w- I mean, Jerry did say this
2: morning that they think he could play center. So I mean, theoretically. And Zach, like that? Mickey <laughs> doesn't
0: like that. Zach I, I, also, and nine one. I don't you know. Have, about you have could Zach, play center. You have Zach Martin too. Yeah, it's worth pointing out. Eh. Yeah, but who's going to play guard then? Anger, anger maybe. Anger, yeah. Uh, anger. Chaz mm-hmm. Green's not in this list. No, no he's
1: no. Not. He's, Which
2: I hear. I not think ours. If they right? you go nine offensive linemen to start. If they decide to IR Travis, then that still leaves you with eight, and that gives you that gives you Kadeem, who you think of him as a guard, but maybe he could kick out to tackle in an emergency and anger, and and yeah, so
3: or are they and done? Fleming and Fleming, yeah, sorry, Fleming,
1: and maybe they're not done. You know, claims yeah. claims will go down over I'm the weekend. And- Sunday
3: is going to be a really busy day. I really feel like it. So. Try to do, you know, try to help us a little bit there, David. no. <laughs> yeah,
2: no, if y'all could just let me know what you need from me before. When's like the 11 cutoff?
3: Eleven a.m. Eleven a.m. Wow, you know, it's an LSU fan. It's a seven seven o'clock, six o'clock kickoff. Yeah, and it it's like eleven a.m. is my cutoff before I can't I can't help you anymore. If you need that. me, you need to be in touch by eleven. I was. Rob, it's gonna That's it's sure. gonna be us. Mick, can you help a little bit?
0: Uh, I'm going to the game also. Well, me
3: too. Oh, but hey, when's your when's your cutoff though? but when uh, you can, oh. I, I, I'm guessing about two two or th- this is gonna be Texas Live over there.
2: Oh yeah, Texas Live. I think we have got a brunch reservation. Oh it's, boy, it's,
1: it's it's football season. Your parents man. are in town. Joe's is back.
2: My dog will be back by late. Like what? It's I think they're getting in town at four so. thirty. Josie's been on a vacation. joe has been on a vacation far
3: away, Sorry. but he's coming back. <laughs> Oh right. God. that um, game last night. I mean, it was just like the I said bad this... puns on Twitter. I mean, were you probably bringing
2: some bad ones? Oh yeah, no, I mean, I felt guilty because I try to provide insight during games, but I just I, I couldn't do it I, uh, I've, I've that was the fifth it was the fifth preseason finale I've covered because we didn't have one last year because of Hurricane Harvey. And I I'm sure that they were all terrible, but that one really felt like it took the cake.
1: I think this one was pronounced because we had a preseason finale a week ago, four days ago. Yeah, good point. So we've had two in four days, and that's a lot of preseason finales. That's a true. lot of
3: that is a lot of backup. That's true. Football. When you have a dress rehearsal type game, you're okay four days later with that.
1: You've got you got to see Dak and typically maybe Zeke play into the third quarter. Or at least a couple series. We like, didn't get any of that this year. I didn't year. understand
3: why the rookie receivers in there. I was like, why don't you gallop your ass over to the bench? I
1: like, did see that pun from you. That was uh I mean,
3: what? Skip why? Shot.
1: Like, why was he in the game? He told us after the game, uh, the coaching staff gave him the option of do you want to play a quarter or two? And he said, I want to play two quarters. Stop. He said, I need the reps. Michael. Which I like I like to hear that, but when you see him get wrapped up there, Mick on the catch right by the ankles it's like get that's, up get hey. up
2: get up get up players player, players want to play that's the coach's job to be like nah you're good we don't need you
3: you know i had an interesting uh sight there before the game that i don't think i've seen before i don't know if y'all y'all caught this lance lenore's first tackle of the, of the day was tackled by a bag of balls yep i don't know why that bag w- that probably holds um 20 kicking balls or whatever sitting right on the field and Lance Lenore's trying to oh. you know so last week it was Byron Jones he runs into this this week it's a bag of balls he trips he falls he almost takes out someone else and you're like this is going to be this kind of
0: that 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 helped him out though cuz he made a special team tackle. It's
3: true. He did.
0: What y'all think about that hit at the end of the game? I on I heard
2: we talked about it in the tunnel. I didn't see it cuz we were down at field level y'all, you know, we're getting ready to do like post game
3: videos. I heard it was kind of vicious. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm talking about making yeah. you see it. Yeah, um, I mean, it's a weird thing because you're you're supposed to block the guy. You don't want him to catch the The gunner's down there trying to catch the ball at the one or two. You're trying to block him. I don't know. Did he target him? And I mean, it was it was a it was a pretty bad he- helmet to helmet. But it
0: ended up being a bad helmet to helmet. But the the guy lowered his his head, and yeah, I thought he got him. Now I know you don't have to do. Uh, helmet to helmet, I thought he got him with the shoulder, but he but he did hit him in the head. Um, but the guy lowered his head, and and, and I think that's got to be considered when they when they call that penalty.
3: And, and on kind of a related note, I'm just convinced if you if you just run a deep like a deep slant or a deep in three times, and you throw the ball in the air, and your guy goes up to get the ball, he's either gonna catch it there's going to be a penalty yeah i mean there's going to be a penalty you, about you the, can't hit the guy the flag on jordan lewis we and we want these Kyrie safeties Robinson. to be great yeah. there's no no more great safeties anymore and they're going to be broke yeah so because of the way the rules are i don't know how you play this game with, for those guys i really don't i don't know where they can hit you know they're going to give up plays and we're going to be sitting there going that guy's soft it's terrible well he doesn't have any money <laughs>
2: he's, di- yeah. he's on his eighth defense <laughs> I think you're right, and I mean it's 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 a different game. I'm sure you know, like with everything else, it'll it'll evolve. They'll figure out how to call it, and they'll figure out how to coach it. But it is it's weird when you see those types of things that look like clean football plays get flags.
1: I get the feeling we'll see more in preseason than we do in the regular season starts. It That's what I've been like saying it's, it's from a, the beginning. It seems like it, they over officiate it. I think to, they, re, to enforce they that try this is set how we're tone. trying to do it. Yeah, yeah. set the tone, I, and then it's.
3: I you thought know. there was a flag on every play. I was surprised. I like it. There a lot. It wasn't as many, when you look at the final, there might have been some declined, But, I mean, I thought there was, you know, if I can turn the page here, I'd like to turn the page on this game. Man, uh, we are deeper in the weeds on the game than did, I thought we, we would can, be. We
1: can do that. We can turn the page. You guys, you got anything? 21,
3: just 21 flags in the game. That's a lot they for had, a preseason they had, finale. They had, Texans had 12 and the Cowboys <laughs> had nine. I, Cowboys had nine? I thought it would be an 18. I wonder
0: how many were on special teams.
3: Every every play,
0: every play, right? Yeah, pretty much. And
3: every I much. thought Lenore had a pretty good game, special team wise, because he had that pretty nice, nifty twenty-two yard return. They gave him twenty-three yards for the game on five returns. Uh,
1: yeah, not, not great. Not great. Not, he didn't. He didn't bobble I mean, anything. though. But there was a lot of fair catches, though. Yes. Yes.
3: Mm. He he was solid in the game, but again, you're gonna keep seven receivers. I he does. Know. He does nothing for me. I, I would cut him. I'm sorry. I just I think there's another Lance Lenore every year. There's a guy like that, Jamaica rector fifteen years ago. I mean, there's somebody that's just been around. He's a try hard guy. I just don't think he'd ever play in the game.
2: It's it's a really good analogy for the whole thing, actually, because I saw uh Lewis Riddick, the ESPN um, guy, the you know, former scout, he's on ESPN now. He had this tweet last night where he was like so many snarky tweets about how bad these games are, like, you know. How about show some respect for these guys that are, like, giving, busting their ass, giving it their all to, like, you know, achieve their dream? And he's right. He's right. It's a good point. It's, you know, all respect to these guys. They're busting their ass. Lance Lenore's been here more than anybody on this team going back to February, just busting his ass. But at the same time, you can still call it like it is and say, it's not entertaining football. It's just not. I'm sorry. (laughs) I respect the hell out of the guys for what they're trying to do. But these games are pretty gross more often than not. And in the same vein... I respect the hell out of Lance Lenore. I'm not sure what he does for your 53 right now. Like, I don't know what skill set he has that another receiver doesn't. I don't know what he would do on a game day.
1: Maybe, yeah, more so your 46.
2: Yeah. He's I not just, returning punts. It doesn't make sense to me. And that, you know, all he credit just, to you, but I just don't
3: see it. He seems like a poor man's Terrence Williams, and he's not that rich either. Yeah. You know? I mean, it, it just kind of uh, – I think I, I – think I, trust lance
2: a little bit more to do a little bit more like i'm not putting terrence in the slot probably at least not as often as i would with lance and i wouldn't ask terrence wouldn't ask terrence to return anything
3: that's true but you're right about that
2: um but again i just i can think of a skill set that all these receivers that are going to make the team have and i don't know what lance does that's different from them that's better i think he passes waivers i think teams are going to look at it and go well I th- and that's the uh, respect the hell out of him. I think every team in the league probably has a guy like that. They're like, yeah, like he's great for scout team, and he'll be on our practice squad. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, Nick said it physically, symbolically. Let's turn the page. Let me come back. Let's let's look into. Hey, anybody else that made the team last night? Maybe maybe a certain tight end, a Rico Gathers, or somebody like that. And what we learned from the meat of this roster through preseason as they get toward the regular season starting next week. Next on hanging, hanging with talking Cowboys break, talking Cowboys break next.
0: It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings. You end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com.
1: I definitely have an Instagram foodie thing, but the low-light camera on my new Samsung Galaxy S9
2: from AT&T is getting me a whole new world of likes and shares. Baskets of bread by candlelight, colorful fruit plates in full sun, even a dimly lit Cobb salad was recently hailed as a masterpiece. Come in now and ask how to get half off the new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T. AT&T, more for your thing. That's our thing. Limited time only. See store for details or att.com slash Samsung 50. Dual aperture supports f 15 mode and F2.4 mode. Dual aperture is installed on the rear camera. Oh,
1: I am craving a Dr. Pepper. I got some soda. I asked not for soda. I asked for ice cold, craveable Dr. Pepper. Its flavor is more one-of-a-kind than a foretold sloth with a thirst for speed. (laughs) So stop settling for soda and start demanding Dr. Pepper. I love sloths. When you crave a Dr. Pepper, nothing else will do. Grab an ice-cold 20-ounce Dr. Pepper today. Dr. Pepper, the one you
3: crave. To work this
0: big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are.
3: This is the Talkin' Cowboys Break, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com
1: and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Welcome back to the Talkin' Cowboys Break inside the SWBC Mortgage Studio on a Friday. Recapping preseason game number four. Recapping preseason as a whole. Special shout out to Brian Broaddus for getting us home last
2: night. Hey, yeah, thanks, buddy.
1: Feats of strength, right?
2: Had a yeah. fun stop at Bucky's and a fun stop at Whataburger real quick. And yeah. got home at like
1: 4.15. One hour after the bus pulled in, Mick, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And our guy stopped, too.
2: I really...
1: But he made a stop at Bucky's, huh? Yeah, With, he did. Off of
0: 45? I think he needed to go. I don't know why he didn't just walk in the back of the bus. I think he needed a break, maybe.
1: Yeah. Okay. He's
0: the driver. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I know. <laughs> But it was like two or two two o'clock in the morning when he when he took a break.
1: Everybody's back safe. I had my seatbelt on. Did you? Oh yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. Safety first.
3: Really? Huh? Really? It sounds like it's safety last yeah, not oh. on this team. The priorities oh. here. Oh no! We're not on
2: this team.
1: <laughs> you want to go there?
2: Safety never.
1: <laughs> hey! Hey! Hunt for Red October. That's what Steven Jones said the other day. Let's go, Sean. (laughs) Get after it. Tom Clancy (laughs) style. Let's go. Let's find one. He said two positions. Stephen Jones said that they were really hunting two days ago. They've added an interior offensive lineman. Sounds like they got one. Is a safety next? A safety. I'm not getting into you know necessarily. Yeah, you are because Nick's on this show. Yeah, you're going to. Yeah, it's
2: fair. You are. It's fair.
0: So is... uh, Jeron Johnson gonna make this team? I thought he played well
2: in the first half last night. Yeah, he. I, I, I mean, okay, yeah. Earl Thomas, I know. We know it's there. It'll all. It'll, it's gonna be there forever, at least until the trade deadline expires. But I really don't. I'm not convinced they're gonna do something.
1: It, you, I'm saying anything. Like I'm, find a I'm starting not, caliber guy off waivers. Something.
2: I'm yeah. not convinced because you think nothing. They think they're going to get their starter back for week two. So really, you, in a best-case scenario, you got to make it through the Panthers game with Jeff Heath, Kayvon Frazier, Jerron Johnson, and whatever. Tyree Robinson? Sure. Uh, you, you could do that. I don't think it's the best idea I've ever heard, but you could. Um, How's Kayvon feeling?
1: They think he can go, right?
2: That's what they said. He was in a sling yesterday, though which, like, I don't know, people who can play in a week maybe <laughs> aren't supposed to be wearing a sling. Maybe it's just precautionary.
1: He says he can harness it up and play, but we'll find out. But, yeah, it, depth-wise, it's not great.
3: It's not. And, and are
1: you sure that Xavier Woods is ready for a week too? Not at with, all. With a soft tissue deal? Not, not at, at all. I've said
3: it a bunch of times on our show. I'm not sure Xavier Woods is ready for anything. Hmm. I just don't. I, I think he's a good role player, but I'm not 100% sure that he's Ready to be the starting safety anyways, even if he was healthy. He hasn't really shown a lot, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. He hasn't shown that he gets beat a lot either. Yeah. It's been kind of steady back there. He was uh, working on the
0: cords before the game. Yeah. And good and, sign. And, and moving mm-hmm. pretty well too. So
3: So
1: that's actually he's a good thing. I mean, what, what
3: nine days from kickoff? Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's just how careful they are with those. I know. Because I know. Yeah, it, what does Garrett always say? You heard it again, then it's six weeks. And all of a sudden his season is
3: kind – of like what it was for Cheeto, right? Cheeto you know,
1: and, yeah, Sean last Shawn, year. Sean yeah, uh, had it a couple times last year. See, I think I think
0: what happens is because this is the season opener, like if this was week four, week five, and he had a strained hamstring, groin, whatever he's got, would we be sitting there going, oh, they got to trade for a safety? No. But because it's the season opener – I think everybody gets excited about, oh, what are we going to do at safety? So I kind
2: of agree, which I mean, well, with the way the safety situation is right now, if, if Xavier Woods got hurt in week five, I think you would kind of panic because there's so little behind him. But again, if you think he can be back in a week and or, you know, after the first week of the season, Chris Richard likes Jerron Johnson. That's why he's here. We know how the, the NFL works with, you know, coaches and players that they trust. Uh, I mean, maybe you claim a guy, but you already gave away a nice depth piece for an offensive lineman. So do you want to do another trade for a guy that you think you only need to get through a game?
1: I don't know. What about a conditional draft pick? I mean, they've done it. In yeah, the no, they do it all the with time. With injuries, they did it for Bryce Butler a couple years ago. Yeah. Matt Castle, you know, you, you probably will get a couple – they did uh, it for,
2: for Ben Wickery yeah. just last year. I think you know it was like a seventh if he was on the roster for a month or something like that. Okay,
1: is there any other position that you look at as they look towards cuts on Saturday and say trade or claim they need to upgrade here?
3: You know, um, one thing that was I thought was interesting, I'm going to talk about defensive tackle, uh, you know, Garrett, Never says anyone's name when you ask him who looked good. He doesn't go down that route. He did last night. He did. They asked him, who, did anyone stand out? And he said, yes, Karan Reed did. Karan Reed showed out in that game. He had six tackles on the sheet. And sometimes, you know, you, those guys can stand out more than just making tackles. Um, I thought that was interesting that he said that. It doesn't mean he makes the team. But that tackle position is kind of tricky because... Brian Price, Jihad Ward, can Ely slide inside? What do you have to do with Dayton Jones? Yeah, Antoine Woods is just chilling. I mean, he's not going anywhere. I don't. I don't think. No, they didn't even play
2: him. That's the coolest. That was uh, my biggest takeaway from that whole game last night. Was that. I didn't know Antoine Woods was on this team when we went to training camp, to be perfectly honest Neither. with me
0: either. I'm with
3: you. He, beat, he 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 took a swing at Frederick. Yeah. Like that was no, the guy the was first was, time I heard of him. Right.
1: Yeah. In one on one. Like don't do that
3: again. <laughs> he had a he had a ball cap on from the
2: word go last night. Like that's how good that they thought he did it. That's camp. Uh,
1: that's earning your spot, man. That's awesome. That's how Ron Reed's a prince? Did Katie guy, Cannon get
3: that same thing? Katie Cannon. Uh, didn't, uh, it, no, I don't it, think he so. Didn't. He, he play. Who are you? No, he plays did he? He, he, got, he got in. He least. got in. He's not on the sheet of did not play, but I, I did play him. that was more We've, of just like a... What would you say yeah.
1: just now? Ron Reed. He's a Princeton guy. Oh, yeah. Just a fun fact. Oh, yeah. Not that that's going to help him make the 53, but hey. Go Tigers. Helped
0: him get here. Did uh, Jihad Ward, with his two back-to-back sacks, change the narrative on him? It's
3: I really feel like... Who was I, the guy that did two sacks about 10 years ago in a game? Junior, junior Glymph. A couple of those were just unblocked just off like, the edge. Just like, wow, yeah. this guy. Like, no, I'm still not going to make the team.
1: Jod Ward's interesting because you talk about a guy that like we thought it was on his way to earning a spot in spring. Starting. Marinelli thought he was... Now, pads, you need the pads to come on and see, but thought he really had something there. Maybe Maybe he does, but... Uh, Daniel Ross, I think, has probably played better. That's true. As the these last couple weeks have gone on,
3: you know. So, so you get to Carolina. It's gonna be hot. It's gonna be hot in that first. You know, it's gonna be three o'clock kickoff. They're gonna probably wear blue jerseys. It's gonna be hot. You, you typically you want to have you want to have a l- little bit deeper on your own defensive line if you can. You may not have more than eight. Well, let's just say they have eight eight defensive linemen for Carolina. Who we got here? That's honest. I was gonna say, I'm not gonna be 100 percent
2: right, but I really I feel good that I know what's gonna happen at most of the spots on this roster. Like I feel pretty confident. I don't know what to do with the defensive line,
3: and it's really more about the defensive tackles hey, than for, the ends. First and ten at the 25 yard line. Cam's in the shotgun. Who I mean, who we got? We, we've got we've got Demarcus. Demarcus
2: Lawrence. Lawrence.
3: And uh, If it's first and 10, <laughs> uh, act, well, you know, there's tough. There's that 94. De- Demarcus
2: Lawrence, Randy Gregory, Tyron Crawford, and Malik Collins would be my guess. There you go. I like it. Or, oh,
1: no. Antoine Woods. You think Malik's ready week one to step in and start? That's
2: what they've told us. You Crawford might be, is now a tackle. Just like that. Be,
3: I mean, yeah. Randy Gregory, Because Greg, Gregory did that. Those four. Then backing up, you have Taco. You have Antoine Woods. You have Dorrance Armstrong, Dorrance, Armstrong and uh, another tackle. I need a – There, there, there you we go. go. I need I a mean, Price or Ward is,
2: or – Is Dayton Jones going to IR, which means he has to be on the team on Saturday to do that? Yeah. Is Jihad Ward going to make this team? Has Daniel Ross done enough? Do you value the fact that Coney Ely can play two positions? <sighs> Man, there's, there's so
1: mentioned, many guys. Huh? mentioned Brian Price? Yeah, and a little, I little
2: didn't bit. didn't even – honestly, uh, maybe the only true one on this whole team. Really? I mean, kind of
1: like receiver. You like don't think they got Woods a lot of a guys,
2: one. I think Woods is a one, but he's like five, eight and a half. Like, he's not <laughs> taller than He's that. not Brian Price. <laughs> Brian Price is he's a
1: bowling ball. He's five, eight, three, 30? I'm not, not, look, I not get it. Five, eight. I'm, he, he's, no, not he got probably there? about six feet, don't you think? Kinda of stubby. Does he Sometimes look? Sometimes these rosters lie.
2: Does he look like <laughs> just a monstrous space e, space eating defensive tackle?
1: He's listed at six one three twelve. He's <laughs> the proverbial Pepsi machine with arms. That is Ryan a lie.
2: Smart, that's so one. look, I, I'm five. He ain't, he ain't five eight. I'm five six. I'm not trying to criticize anybody for being short, but Antoine Woods is not a tall football player.
1: And that's what makes him a great story, right? Yeah,
2: he's I, I love him. He's he's great. Charles Tapper wasn't mentioned in anything there. I love Tapp. I don't see him making the team.
1: This is kind of like receiver, right? I think he does have practice squad eligibility, though. Uh, I don't know
2: about it. Charles Tapper has only played in three, two games in his entire career.
0: I think two.
1: You get towards the back of this D-line situation, Mick, and it's hard to maybe separate some of these guys.
0: Uh, It really is. Yeah. And um, it's going to end up being personal preference, I think. Yeah. What are you looking for? Um, You know, we watched Ross play last year. Did he do anything? He got hurt. Did he get hurt? He did, eventually. He did, He did, right? But I think Um, they brought him – he was another guy they brought
2: in from Kansas City, I believe. Yes, yeah. And it seemed like – He was, you know, they brought him in, so we kept waiting for him to do something because obviously you only bring a guy in if you like him. But I want to say he was inactive for like most of the first month he was even here.
3: Is it me or is it just like a mentality of these guys that are like practice squad and then the season's over and then they're like, you re sign them and they're just kind of guys. You don't even know if they're first, second year guys because they're just kind of around. And they, they, you never, they never wow you with anything. It's it's Lance Lenore, it's Daniel Ross, it's Kadeem Edwards, it's Duke Thomas, it's Justin March-Lillard, it's those guys, and it's almost like they have such an uphill battle because you've already kind of put them in this category of like, you weren't good enough last year, and you know, now we, we've drafted since. Are you really that much better? Yeah. Yeah. which But but Justin Marshall-Lillard, he makes a lot of plays.
2: Justin Marshall-Lillard is interesting for me because there's always a guy in these games who like, you're watching the game and you're like, you're too good to be out here. And that was Justin Marshall-Lillard last night.
1: I think he's on the team. I really do.
2: Well, I think you're right, except I had a thought last night that you talk about how deep this linebacker core is. Chris Covington's a guy they drafted that they like a lot. Maybe seven linebackers is too many. Maybe maybe Justin Marsh-Lillard is another guy like Charvarius Ward who you could trade for a piece. Like he's good enough that a linebacker needy team might be willing to give up something for him. I don't know. I mean, I would put him on my team for sure. I think he's been so- solid all through the preseason. This isn't related at all, but what does Seattle need? Offensive lineman? Uh, I mean, well,
1: they can't uh, help
0: them there.
2: They don't oh, they don't need a running back. They need a healthy running back. They've got like eight, all of whom have an injury. Uh receiver oh god
0: yeah it's gonna be hard to make a trade i'm telling you you. they will need linebackers the guy's gonna show up on monday
1: wow that's a bold show
2: i wonder about that or maybe tuesday et yeah i thought we're not we're not getting out of this show without talking about that but go go ahead ahead. guys don't
0: the guys don't lose money
3: Oh, like show up to I'm, Seattle. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, oh, okay.
2: oh, you thought he, Nick was I, like promise? Yeah, really you
3: promise? That's what I thought you meant. Yeah, yeah, oh, right.
2: I, I knew what Mickey meant. Well, I mean, it's Monday. Uh, okay, it's
0: Tuesday.
3: I think.
2: I agree with you, Mickey. I, I really do. But if there is a guy who might buck that trend, I really think it could be Earl Thomas. Oh, a lot of money. Okay. He's made a ton of money in his career.
1: Yeah, you can never make enough money.
2: He's made a ton of money in his career, and I've never met the man, but he seems very proud. He chased down Jason Garrett to ask him to come sign him. He like in the in the locker room after a win that kept the Seahawks in the playoffs. He was talking about how, like, when this team kicks me to the curb, like I know they don't want me for the long term. He's missed the entire offseason program. He just
1: I'm proud too, but proud enough that I think I've earned my money. At the end end of of the day,
2: at the end of the day, I think you're right. But I think if there's a guy who might have the chutzpah to not show up, it could be him. I'm just saying, we'll okay. see, we'll see, we'll, we'll know, we'll
0: know starting Tuesday. And he he might not have to play because he hadn't done anything. I'm gonna say he he won't be able to for at least a week or and, two, I would guess. And he's gonna make five hundred thousand dollars. That's a lot of money. Show up like on a third. You could show up Thursday. And say, you just have here. to be on the roster that, on the that week. Yeah. The other fun. Well,
2: not to get in the weeds, but I'm fascinated to see what happens with Khalil Mack. Is he really gonna sit out? He he is Earl Thomas has made big boy money or Khalil Mack has not like he has not he's on his first contract still as far as I know
1: it'll get it'll it'll go down don't you think Aaron, Aaron Donald, Aaron, Donald got man. paid Aaron today Donald got
2: obnoxious money today I mean,
1: when you're that good you're just gonna let a guy sit I don't know I just can't man. imagine it maybe they'll trade him this weekend
2: hmm. I don't I don't know I don't know anything I'm just I'm excited to see what happens
1: all right let, let's grab a phone call before we get out of here Keyshawn Oh, Plano. we lost
0: Keyshawn, oh. right as you said that, Rob. Damn, Kent. Let's hit the break, then. Throw me the damn ball.
1: 888 <laughs> is the number... Let's take a quick break and get to our final segment on the Talking Cowboys break next. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas-based Jack Black is the number one best-selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit getjackblack.com cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black, look good. Smell good. Feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys
0: This is the Talkin' Cowboys break, streaming live on
1: DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. It's about 20 minutes left inside the SWBC Mortgage Studio. If you'd like to join us, 888 855 2297 is the number. David, the owner general manager, was on the fan today. He was. Did not speak after the game, but uh, spoke for a few minutes this morning on radio.
2: Nature of the... It, this beat's so much fun. You go to bed at 4.30 in the morning, you wake up at like 10, 15, and the owner, general manager, is giving an interview about roster cuts. It's great. There it is. Uh, yeah. good nuggets? Well, one thing, you know, I think people have a lot of interest in, Rico Gathers. Uh, here's I'm not going to read the whole thing. It's like 500 words long, but... Uh, Jerry Jones basically said, at this point today, tomorrow, this weekend, we've got to put our finger on what he Rico can do for us. Can he help us win? We make decision. We do make decisions on future potential, but we've got to specifically identify how he helps us now. My inclination is that we can do that. I think we can have a player like Rico gathers and benefit and use him. Which hmm. he also. All right. Well, I should give. He, he also said the real issue is what you're giving up in having another roster spot and having another player. So basically. Can you use Rico well enough that it justifies cutting a more well-rounded player to have him on your team? And that's nothing new. We've been saying that for two freaking years. So
1: fifty-three.
2: 53. I reading the reading, trying my best to read between the lines that's coming from the owner and the general manager, the headshot collar. It sounds like he's going to be on this team. That's my interpretation, but
3: I wonder n- how no much telling. Frederick in that situation affects Rico, because Rico to me seems like a guy that if you put him on the team, he's probably going to be inactive for a little bit, at least for, for a while. That's obviously what Frederick would be unless he goes to IR. How many of those guys can you have? Well, is there a guy, Mick?
1: Maybe like a, you know, they did this with Kellen Moore last year um, to get Rico Rico on the IR last year, I believe. Correct. Right. Right. They Kellen they Moore. Kellen Moore. Vested veteran say, "Hey, stick around. We'll re-sign you." Is there, you know, they're going to have to do something like that. The Eagles the wanted
3: Blake Jarwin last year. Yeah, I don't know if they still do.
1: But is there, you know, somebody still? Is there a vested guy in this roster that you say, "Okay, we could let you go for a
3: couple?" Oh, days, not just a tight end, just just a guy.
1: Yeah, so because yeah, yeah, yeah Jerron Johnson. I'm going to say, does Jeron Johnson fit that bill? You're going to have to make a cut, cut maybe somebody you like. Keep Frederick on for a day if you indeed are going to put him on the IR. But of course, Stephen did say Monday they may you know make a decision, see how he feels over the weekend, and you could carry him. Yeah, that's, throughout his time dealing with this illness.
2: I lean toward thinking that Travis Frederick is going to wind up on IR. But I know you know there was a report last week that the Cowboys are optimistic that it could just be weeks and not months, and so I don't feel comfortable saying one way or the
3: other. But I wonder, do you guys know the rules on this? When can he come back to practice before the eight weeks? Like it's after, after six. If you're on so, IR, you can practice after six weeks. I think that's probably the way to go. I think so because too. even I mean, if if he's three three weeks, he's still going to take him a couple of weeks to probably, you know, get him get him playing again. I like I said, I lean toward thinking that Travis is going to wind up on
2: IR by the time this is all done, mm-hmm. but we'll see.
1: Uh, one other item, Mick, you and Lindsay spoke to Jason Garrett on the pregame show. About Randy Gregory and his status was he was in the news yesterday, pregame all day. What did Coach have to say about his defensive end? Well,
0: as I remember, um, you know he was he was very complimentary of everything that he's done. Um, pointed out that he went to Chicago, not New York, um, and it, and it just sounded like it was preplanned. Uh, visit to kind of do a checkup on uh, everything um, how he's doing so um, I don't know if they were mad at him um, because he kind of trashed the drug policy Mm -hmm. and it sounded like Jerry said you tell me I didn't hear it, but the guys on the fan were saying that Jerry said that there's owners that think that he shouldn't be readmitted to the program. There, I mean,
2: it was very vague. Jerry said something along the lines of, like, you know, there's always lobbying in the NFL, like clubs or clubs, you know, behind the scenes. They have thoughts and opinions that they probably wouldn't state publicly about things like that. And, again, it was a very vague comment, okay. but – uh, you know, he made it sound like, yeah, there's there's lobbying that goes on in these cases from around the league, and and maybe somebody's weighed in on it. I don't really know. But And Jerry also said, which this has totally proven true over the last week, which is you're under a ridiculous amount of scrutiny anyway as an NFL player multiple times over for being a member of the Dallas Cowboys, and it sucks for Randy. That's just the way it is. It's not really fair, but something that would be a very private issue for anybody else in the world. It's not going to be that when you're a good player for the Dallas Cowboys. A scheduled
1: issue issue interview visit with the NFL office, which Jason Garrett said on your on pregame, Mick, that this may happen periodically throughout the season with him on the roster, that he may have to take a day and go handle some business because he's part of that program um, you know, due to multiple violations previously of the substance abuse policy.
3: I mean, it's kind of weird because – on one hand, you can say, "Well, they, why did they do it on a game day? Well, what other—I mean, what other time would would be the, a better time for him?" When wasn't going to play? He's right? He's not going to play. He wasn't going to play. And apparently, they'd he rather was miss that than, than miss a you know practice day or yeah. something like that. They and were to, even,
1: they were even trying to get him to Houston afterwards, and it didn't work
0: out. But. And 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 he—I mean, today's an off day, so all he needs to do is be back tomorrow for team meeting and a practice. So it was it's perfect like, timing, actually. Like he's
3: right there. You know, he's right there getting close to playing his first game in, what, two years. It's it's like he still has to overcome these hurdles. Yeah. He's always going to, but, I, I feel like. But I just feel like if he plays a full game, I just don't see him not getting a sack. I know he's done it. I know it's that's not the way the, the, the league works. But I just think he's he's – He looks so good in what we've seen.
1: Or at least doing something to affect the game. Yeah, you
3: don't have to even get a sack. You just just rush him and make him throw it, you know, and maybe get a pick. Carolina doesn't have a healthy offensive
2: lineman, it sounds like the word coming out of Charlotte. So I am awfully intrigued by the possibility of him getting a shot.
1: Would be an interesting matchup for sure. Let's go back to the phone lines. We do have somebody on the line. Are you sure? Uh, We'll find out in a second. Chris (laughs) in Pennsylvania, are you there? Yes, I am. Hey.
3: What's up? Uh, enjoying the show so far, guys. Uh, not like there aren't uh, plenty of question marks to to evaluate and look over, but uh, I'm going to go in a little bit different direction. Um, starting quarterback. You guys have seen him all through the preseason. I mean, we haven't uh, we haven't seen enough of him in in games, and I know it's only his third year, but uh,
0: uh, where where are we at with Dax? development i mean do we what's your uh, what's your opinion on uh on where he's at and where he's headed um and i'll just hang up and uh
1: see what you guys have to say it's a good question good global yeah. view question of most important guy on the team maybe
2: where do i want to go with this uh, you want to
3: start us uh, off i i think you know, not to be on the fence, but I mean, I think this is what you what you have in a, in a third year player. I, I think that um, he he's a he's a player that could go. I don't think he go either way. I think the arrow is pointing up for him. Uh, he he played well uh, at times last year. He was phenomenal his first year when expectations were not were not there. Now the expectations are really high. There's a lot of scrutiny on him. I think. When he's got his best friend back there running the ball, I think that he's going to be really good. He's he's not the quarterback that's going to. He's not Brady Rodgers that make the guys better. He needs the great players to make him better. That's the way it is. But there's a lot of quarterbacks in the league like that. This there's, there's not there's not a lot of Brady and Rodgers types. There's a lot that need need good help. Aikman was one of them, and he was a Hall of Famer. You need great players around you. It's okay.
0: First. 24 games of his career in a 102 quarterback rating. So what changed the last eight games of the season? Please tell us. I mean, I know the answer, but. No Zeke. Basically no Tyron for too many games, right? And no credible backup for him. Right. So.
1: And Sean Lee missing on defense didn't help the whole operation either.
0: the The way I look at it. Without Zeke, and God bless Alfred Morris, right? Nice guy, but no one was scared of him. No one was worried about him going 70 yards for a touchdown. So defenses said, there's only two guys that can beat me on this offense right now. Dak and Des. We're we're taking them out. They they are not going to beat me. And I think that's what took place the last... Eight games of the season. Teams took Cole Beasley out too. Well, because they didn't have to worry about the running back. Yeah, the linebackers could kind of bracket him, and we'll accept whatever Alfred Morris does. But we're not letting that guy and that guy beat me. Just so, at the sorry, Mick. No, I was just going to say. So, you know, the narrative was that he he's not the quarterback that he was, well, he was pretty darn good for 24 games. And I I completely agree with everything y'all just said. Um, I think Dak's arrow
2: is pointing upward. I think when he's got a supporting cast around him, he's a very good quarterback. And, again, to your point – he's that doesn't mean he's a bad player because he needs good players around him. Doesn't mean he's bad. There's only three or four, maybe five quarterbacks in the league who can turn bad players into good players. That's so why
1: Rogers got paid. What he got yeah, paid.
2: Dak's not there yet. And that's okay. I will say this though, kind of goes back to my point about Cooper rush. They've made their bed at this point. Like, you know, you're going to trade for Treddy Teddy Bridgewater, like as a preventative measure. So Dak is worried about that. So you have something in case things fall apart. No, like, You've made your bed, and it's either going to work or it's not. And if it doesn't work, then you burn this thing down and start again. And I'm sorry if you don't want to hear that, but, like, if Dak doesn't turn out to be the guy, then you'll go draft another one when the time comes, and you'll have a new head coach and a new regime in here to move in that direction. But – Half measures because you're afraid that Dak might not be the guy, I don't buy it. Like, you've made your bet about what you want to do, now go do it. And I think it's going to work, but if it doesn't, then worry about that in another year.
1: It's hard to um, judge him in his preseason off with maybe 30 snaps, Is that right? 30-something so, yeah, snaps. Maybe less than that. A couple games. Um, but I thought, you know, they did a nice job of moving the football as a first-team offense – without his best friend. Yeah. And that that's, that's encouraging. Rod Smith ran the ball well. Um, Dak, we've talked about his deep ball. He hits the deep ball in the opener. The second game, he did a nice job of some inter- intermediate stuff, buying time with his feet, being patient and efficient in the pocket. I think in the two games, he's looked – He's looked good.
3: Yeah, every everything changes in the regular season. When you're just talking about a zone read play for him, I mean, the zone read for Rod Smith sitting back there and Zeke is different. When you're a linebacker, it's also different when you don't really expect Dak to run the ball in the preseason. That's not an element that that you're that you're thinking there. So, you know, when it, it's just a limited scripted type of, of offense for the for them right now, uh, and with all that. He still did a nice job of, of, of moving moving the ball around. So I, I think there's there's some reason to be uh, optimistic there. Um, I you know let's see how he does with Looney. You know let's see how the line does with with the watching. calls. You know line calls. Who's who's taking over all of that? Um, but I think I think Looney's a pro. I, I compared him on the show the other day. I don't, I don't think either of y'all were on the show, but um, with Nate I said you know Looney's a lot like you. And I didn't cover him a lot, Mickey. You did. A jolly, you know, you know, guy in the locker room and likes to joke and make, you know. But it, when he gets serious, it's time to get serious. And he, and he and he know he knows how to handle his business. So I think Looney uh, will be good in that regard. You know what? Everybody forgets those first eight games of the year.
0: Dak carried this team. He put him on his back. He was playing fantastic.
1: Right. But that's what everybody kept saying. Boy, oh. he just put him on his back. Right before Zeke got suspended, they beat Kansas City, and I thought that was the best win of the year. They were dominant offensively. I think they scored 30 or close to it. And it's like, well, they're back to doing what they did in 16. And then you're right, Mick, everything did change. Um, the question for me is still, and we just have to see it play out, like who's stepping up at wide receiver? And yeah. they've got guys with talent. Michael Gallup has a lot of talent. Alan Hearns has proven he can play in this league. We know what Beasley can do. We can go on down the list. But who's going to consistently challenge defenses and prevent them from – Loading up on Ezekiel Elliott.
3: I can't wait. I can't. Right. wait. It's I, fascinating. I, I really. I can't I remember see a it. time to be so excited about the preseason I mean, being over and the regular season just because we really haven't seen anything yet. We haven't seen what this these this offense can do. You're not ever going to see it, but it just seems like you're never really going to see it in training camp and in the in the preseason. Yeah, but we saw even less of it than usual. Yeah. Beasley wasn't out there with the
2: ones during the games tavon Austin was on the shelf for the important part of the preseason Zeke did not take a carry uh didn't play a snap
3: so it's, it's just real easy to look at this team and what what you've seen on TV and I don't blame the fans that's all that that they're really getting and to be like this is just awful and it has been it has been awful looking the last but, couple games but it's this mean, but it's the, it's supposed to be it's supposed yeah. to kind of look awful right now that's what they don't care about that they want to make sure the injuries are limited, and they have been.
0: Yeah. Last time they didn't win a preseason game was 2014. They went 0 and 4.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But,
2: and what happened? Jerry Jones said it was going to be an uphill battle. <laughs> and they went 12 and
1: 4. Did he really? Before that season, I'll, Kick never, off lunch.
2: I'll never forget that. Wow. Like, I mean, it's going to be know, a tough year. Jerry Jones is Mr. Optimism, and he was like, yeah, this might be
3: kind of tough. And then they won the division. So. so, and that first hey zero and four and that first loss was uh, the season was San Francisco. They and it wasn't got. It hammered. was like this is going to be a bad year. They got destroyed. I mean, on the road at AT&T Stadium, it was it was bad. It was bad.
1: Yeah, good times. And then DeMarco Murray gets five thousand yards. And
3: defined. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. There it is, Kish.
2: Uh, there it is. What uh, would, would we hit on all the stuff we need to hit with, like, the roster? I mean. anything. Okay. Pull back.
1: Roster cuts 3 p.m. by 3 p.m. tomorrow before we get out of Cowboys here. Cowboys always
2: freaking wait right Probably. up until the deadline. Expe- like, ex- somebody's going to announce their cuts today. Some team in the league is just going to be like, yep, here they are. Hey,
3: you know who announces the cuts is Twitter. Yep. They, they, they say they try to get a head start. They tell the guys, "Bye, see you later." And then they get on their phone and they say, "Thank you, Buck Nation, and and Saint Nation, and Cowboy Nation. Thank okay. you for everything for supported me over the last three months." Yep. It's just like
1: when rookie free agents sign after the draft, right? And then yeah. you
3: just you got to piece it together that way. I just prefer a list, to be honest with you. That'd be great. <laughs> let's, get get let's, let's get one of those. Let's you get know, one. Even one year. Possible. One year there was a uh, there was a guy walking in the hallway and he had like 22 iPads. He's just walking around. This was back when it was like 75 to 53, mm-hmm. and he had 22 iPads. He was walking with with their name, you know. And we we're just, I'm just thinking, like, decided, thinking, oh, oh, cut, saying. cut, cut, that, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, we'll any see. final thoughts,
1: Dave? As you're predicting this 53? Ah, uh, honestly, any surprises you we
2: could Gary see? Darius Jackson. I, I I can't. It's it's blah, him. Blah, blah, blah. him. I, I would take Darius, to be honest with you. Yeah. Over Bo? But I bet yeah. it'll be Bo.
1: He got the start last night.
2: I bet it'll be Bo.
1: Darius. I hope you're right, honestly. Who's
3: been better? Hey, two Darius. special teams tackles.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: Darius has been better.
1: Who's been more explosive and versatile? I'd say Mike Darius. Darius. Yeah. It looks
3: like he could be a pro wrestler.
1: Who just got drafted? Hmm. Saying. oh
2: well he got drafted I, three years ago well I'm just I saying. think
3: it, I think that matters I, I do think it matters but I think when you get in the sixth and seventh I, I you know I, I mean do you think Covington's gonna have the edge over March or Lillard just because he was drafted in the sixth uh, round
1: you take the better player the guy that can yeah. help you week one
3: I really do what but about, what about your tight end fourth round pick Dalton Schultz over Rico that's another uh, I don't one. I think
1: you're keeping all four if you're keeping Rico. I don't think you're cutting Dalton. I, I don't, I don't either. So either. I think I'm
3: not a
2: shameless plug, but if you go go get on the website, the video we did earlier this week where we, I mean, I don't think every name we put on there is going to make it. I think like, I mean, I well, know one that I won't. know one <laughs> that won't, because Traverius is yeah. not a cowboy anymore. Yeah. But I think if you're just looking for a thought process on how it's going to shape up, I think we did a pretty good job.
1: Go yep. check it out on Dallas
3: Cowboys mobile. Cut to 53.
1: Cut to 53. Mute the Chervarius Ward part and, <laughs> and enjoy it. It's a good 16 minutes or so of discussion. We appreciate you guys for joining us. Stay tuned to the website and the app uh, all weekend for yeah. cuts on Saturday, any moves they might make on Sunday, and probably into next week to nail down the 53 for Carolina in week one. It's really football
2: season now. It's, it's really
1: here. Still, so, yeah, we, are tur- it. we are turning the page. Thanks to you guys for joining Us, Kent, thank you for producing, and uh, we'll get this thing nailed down over the next few days as we get down to 53. Thanks, guys. This has been a
0: production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this,
1: Cowboys?